Do you know what I use to record these podcasts? It's Anchor by Spotify. It's the easiest way to make a podcast with everything you need all in one place. Let me explain. Anchor has tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or a computer. It's all really, really easy. It's all really intuitive. When hosting on Anchor, you can distribute your podcast on listening platforms like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and more. It's everything you need to make a podcast. One thing is absolutely for sure about injuries. They heal, and the Colts are healing. We'll talk about that. We've got a six-pack of winners from Ivan O'Idle and a couple of random facts about the Indianapolis Colts so far this season. We're, I guess, sort of a quarter of the way through, kind of five out of 17, whatever that is. Whatever percentage that is, that's what we've got. This is Inside Indiana Sports Now with Kent Sterling. It's Friday, October 15th, 2021. We're brought to you by the great people at Today's Dentistry. Dr. Mike O'Neill, the best dentist that there is, he is going to help you live a better life through improved dental health. That is what he does every single day, and he's got a team absolutely committed toward it. Call and say, Dr. Mike, I need help. 317-849-2933. You don't have to say the number in the Jerry Lewis voice. Whatever. Let's talk about the Colts. So here's the injury report just released by the Colts. T.Y. Hilton ain't on it. That's a good thing, although he hasn't been activated yet. So they're not committed to playing him, not committed to activating him off the IR or the whatever list this was that he's been on and he's been off the roster for the last five weeks. Good chance he plays. We'll just say that. How about Xavier Rhodes? Xavier Rhodes, he is questionable. That means he's got a shot at clearing the concussion protocol, and that's a really good thing. Quiddy Pay and Rocky Seen, they were full go in practice today. They are not any list. They are not questionable. They are not doubtful. They are not any of that stuff. They are ready to go. That is good. What you've got, you've got Braden Smith, Rodrigo Blankenship, uh, you got Jordan Wilkins, for goodness sake. Um, Sendejo, you've got out. And uh, Kamiko, uh, Kamiko Ture, he's out. So that's the way it looks, and that's much better than it's been. How about this for a random fact about the Colts? And this was prompted by uh, viewer comments on this channel. Very helpful sometimes. I thought that the Colts, they've always been committed to kind of shuttling in and out defensive linemen. So guys didn't get gassed. But did you know the starting defensive linemen so far? That's DeForest Buckner, Grover Stewart, Al-Kadeen Muhammad, and uh, Tyquan Lewis, that they have been on the field for 74% of the Colts' snaps. Two, or 1,231 potential snaps, 911 taken by those four guys. So there you go. If they looked a little bit gassed at the end of regulation, uh, and in the overtime against the Baltimore Ravens, that would be a really good reason why. I didn't notice. You did. Thank you for pointing that out. Here's another th- Somebody said, when was the last time the Colts had a 1,000-yard rusher? Have they had a 1,000-yard rusher in the Chris Ballard era? Yes, they have. It was T.Y. Hilton in 2018, Andrew Luck's final season with the Colts. He had 1,270 yards, and Michael Pittman is on pace this season for 1,254 yards, and he would still be on pace for a 1,000-yard season if the schedule were still just 16 games. So there you go. 
but kind of interesting. Quentin Nelson making progress toward a return next week. That's good news. If they could get Nelson and Smith back next week, throw Reed over to the right side in place of Glowinski, I think he got a hell of an offensive line. Nothing against Mark Glowinski. So there you go. Let's, uh, let's venture outside and we'll, uh, we'll consult with Ivan the Idol about weekend games as we will see them uh, coming up, college football and the NFL. He's got his, I got to put my shoes on. As you can see, there are my shoes. A nice pair of ons. I use these to mow the lawn. These are relatively old shoes, and, and that's just the way it goes. You know, this would seem to be kind of a waste of time, but I'll tell you, Mr. Rogers made thousands of dollars with this gag, right? Changing his shoes when he gets on set. I don't know what prompted that, but it's a smart guy. Made literally thousands being a kid show host on PBS. And then the big movie with that one guy and uh, Tom Hanks. So there you go, the guy who played Perry Mason. Glow was the highest rated uh, against the Ravens. He has not been highly rated uh, throughout the rest of the season. So I, I don't know what happened against the Ravens, but I would chalk that up to anomalous behavior statistically. All right, it rained a little bit earlier today, and that's why I had to put shoes on. There's the orb, still on suspension. We will not consult the orb. We will consult the great Ivan the Idol, carved by hand with a, uh, with a chainsaw, for goodness sake, and then painted by an artisan in southern Indiana. All right, let's talk about this weekend. Ivan, how are you? We didn't see you last week because of the weather. I hope you didn't take offense. Oh, I did take offense. You left me out here with a damn orb. Oh, I don't want to talk to the orb anymore. The orb wears me out his high-pitched voice. He doesn't even have a mouth. Doesn't have arms, doesn't have feet, doesn't have legs. Drives me nuts. And all he does is chatter the entire time. Uh, weeks and weeks and weeks sitting back here with nothing to keep me comfort but the orb. Let's get right to the picks. He's cranky already, and you know what that means. Cranky Ivan is accurate, Ivan. All right, Ivan. Indiana hosts Michigan State, the 10th-ranked team in college football tomorrow. What do you think? Michigan State is a lock at minus 4.5. I can't believe this spread. What are people thinking? You don't even know who the starting quarterback is going to be for Indiana. It could be Michael Penix. It could be Jack Tuttle. We don't know, and I don't think it matters. Indiana gets beat by more than 4.5. This is Michigan State strong. Noon tomorrow on Fox Sports 1. Get there early if you're going to Bloomington. Sunny skies tomorrow at noon. 55 degrees in lovely Bloomington, Indiana. You got any ideas on the uh, the over-under? Yeah, I sure do. I got lots of ideas. Look, the Spartans are averaging 30.7 points per game in Big Ten play. Hoosiers are averaging three. The over-under is 48.5. Do the math. Take the under. All right, I, I see that you wanted to talk about the Ball State Eastern Michigan game. We don't usually do MAC games. I'm curious what your thoughts are about Ball State and Eastern Michigan. All right, look here. You know what? Sometimes we got to rely upon math, and here's where we rely upon math. Eastern Michigan at home is a 60.9% winner, according to the Football Prediction Index. All right, but Ball State is a one-point favorite. What are they doing? Are Ball State betters so 
strong, so confident in their Cardinals, chirp, chirp, as the Cardinals last weekend were able to beat Western Michigan. They think that it's going to continue this week. It is not. I'm favoring the math. I'm going with the mathematicians, the calculus professors who tell us exactly what should happen or what they believe is going to happen. And that is that Eastern Michigan is going to cover as a one-point dog. All right, there you go. Now in SEC play, you got a hell of a game between Georgia and Kentucky. Kentucky, number 11 in the country. They have not lost. And Georgia, they're number one in the country. They haven't lost either. So, Ivan, what do you think about that game? Well, I'll tell you what. Georgia, you would think you'd think the spread's too high. 21 and a half favoring Georgia. By the way, this game's going to be on 3.30 tomorrow on CBS uh, Kentucky 5-1 and one against the spread. Georgia 5-1 and one against the spread. I am going with Georgia. This is the best team in college football. They are in Athens. I think Kentucky is a myth and that Georgia is going to win this game going away. All right, let's go to the NFL, shall we? The Colts taking on the Texans. The Colts, a double-digit favorite. They are minus 10 to beat the Texans on Sunday afternoon, 1 o'clock, on CBS. What do you think about this game? Horseshoes going up against a division rival. I I think that the spread's preposterous. I don't think that the Colts are going to score enough or be able to hold down the Texans enough. Davis Mills, I wouldn't recognize him if I walked through the fashion mall at Keystone at the Crossing. If I saw him outside the, uh, they still have those Chess King stores, no, they, they no longer have uh, chess kings. How about Spencer's Gifts? No, they no longer, I don't believe they have Spencer's Gifts anymore. What do you want, a mall historian? What the hell's the difference? Just make your pick. All right. Uh, I, 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 I don't stand for being treated that way. I might just not pick any game here. You're going to treat me like that. Be so ill-mannered. Look, a little bit of courtesy out here. It's all I ask. I'm going to take the Texans, lay the points. I think that the Colts, they win. uh, I think they win the game, but I don't think they cover. Let's talk about the money line, though. The Texans are plus 350. You don't see that kind of money line very often in the NFL. And the Colts have made a lot of guys, a lot of mediocre quarterbacks look really good. So Davis Mills, I think he might be the next to look really good against the Colts. Can a 1-4 team legitimately expect to cover double digits? Uh, must win, they will, but I don't believe that they're going to cover. Listen, the combined points per, games allow- or points per game allowed by these two teams, 53.8. The combined points scored, 39.4. You average that all out, you come up to 46.6 points per game allowed, and scored the over-unders 43-and-a-half. I am going to take the over in this game, despite the fact that you might look at the defenses, the offenses, and say, hey, these teams are going to run the ball a little bit. They're going to try to control the clock. Davis Mills can't hit a uh, can't hit me with a water balloon, for God's sake. I don't think that uh, I, I'm still going with the, uh, like I said, I'm going with the over. There you go. The over-under is 43 and a half. I'm going over. All right? Setting up for you. But take the money line 
for a little bit of cash, and maybe you make a lot of cash. But a Hunsky on the money line, walk out with 450. How about that? The Ivan, the idol has spoken. Good day to you. Have a great weekend. There you go. Ivan the idol with his picks for, for the weekend. He's a crusty old guy. I don't know. Texans plus 350. That's quite a thing. You know, going up against a 1-4 team like the Colts, playing short week, plus 350, that's kind of sexy to me. That's an interesting number. And you look at the way the Colts disappointed in that loss. Are they going to be able to bounce back? Are they going to listen to Frank Reich? As Frank tells him, we got to go 1-0 this week, boys. Are they going to buy that malarkey and move forward and, and put that loss to the Ravens in their rearview mirror? And do something like win against the Titans, which you got, or Texans, which you got to do. You don't win against the Texans, it's all over. And I really think if you don't win against the Texans, somebody's going to lose their job, and I think it's going to be Matt Eberflus. If Matt Eberflus allows Davis Mills to do something like Gardner Minshew did last year for the uh, Jaguars, I think that maybe the Colts make a change at defensive coordinator, and I wouldn't blame Jim Irsay for going to Chris Ballard and saying, look, you know what? I don't mind a soft defense when we win. But when we lose like this and we're 1-5 and five and we just lost to Davis Mills, a third-round rookie, you know what? I ain't taking it, and so you better make a change, and we'll see if they do. Going to be interesting. I am on my way to Arlington, the former Arlington High School, where the Cathedral Fighting Irish are going to take on the Center Grove Trojans tonight. This is the game of the year in the regular season, regular season finales this weekend, and that's going to be a hell of a game. The likely 6A state champion playing the likely 5A state champion. Going to be fantastic tonight at Arlington. I hope it doesn't rain because I hate sitting in the rain, but I ain't leaving. I'm going to watch and see what Danny O'Neill, the fabulous sophomore quarterback for Cathedral, can do against the Trojans with a bunch of guys on both sides of the ball who are going to play college football at a very, very high level. We'll, you know what, we may do a live thing uh, from there a little bit later. Have a great weekend. By the way, hit subscribe, hit like, ring the bell, let's go.